season premiere oh let's go yeah and uh it, it's it's long island's most dangerous podcast that's right long new york's island's most unknown that's right entity right uh the hipster's dream the it, it, yep. if you're if you want to get in before we get cool we get hot before right. we get cool you got plenty of time if you're like how do these guys keep the podcast fresh and and get so good at the end of the season you gotta know where we start yeah yeah <laughs> so this is uh this is a matter of uh keeping setting the bar low right so you can Hop right over. They always say the best way to start out a thing is to be really bad at the beginning mm-hmm. and then get better later on. They, always, they say that. I think so. Well, that's exactly what we're doing. We're going to be really bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, guys, uh, uh, back again. Yep. Season we, seven. Season seven. Mm-hmm. God, unite the seven. Unite the they, seven, as they say. <laughs> as they say. <laughs> as I've heard. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, for, for, for season seven... We decided to start with the movie that, uh, well, I had never seen before. No, I've seen plenty of times. Yeah. It's really. I actually told you it was one of my favorite performances out of uh, one of the actors. It's crazy. Yeah. The star. The star. The star. Uh, and, you know, being on Long Island, mm-hmm. you know, there's a lot to deal with right now, especially after the election. Right. The the tone, mm-hmm. the, the mood, the vibes. As someone who spent their formative years in a non-Long Island area. Mm-hmm. I don't want to give too much away yet sure. until you drop the name title. Yeah. But like we'll probably bring it up during the during the show, yeah. but like the change of like your neighborhood that you used to live in to mm-hmm. the neighborhood you currently live in, mm-hmm. it's got to be a, a wild culture shock. Definitely was. Definitely was. And definitely a, a lot of feelings of like you know, this, I don't belong. It was like a classic teenager moving to a different town. You know, right. I don't belong here. You know, like uh, this how is... am I ever gonna get along? How am I ever gonna survive? Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. I was. I was a freaking um, uh, fish out of water. Not, yeah. I was a uh, God. What's that? What's that band name that did? Uh, I'm just a kid. Simple plan. Simple I'm a, plan. It's I'm a simple just plan a simple video. plan. <laughs> it's a simple plan video. <laughs> right. Was, was my <laughs> Some forty ones tell me yeah, I'm yeah. a simple plan, <laughs> and so uh, oh yeah, in too deep. That's some forty one. Right. Yeah, yeah. And uh, so there was a lot going on as far as like not only me not being city life, but also just the idea of suburban life and all the right. preconceived notions that come with that. Because it's got to be like going to like I mean, as someone who's grown up in Long Island his whole life, mm-hmm. just going from one part of it to another. Like, it's nothing to me. Like, I've seen, like, okay, I know these kinds of people. You know like, these streets. I know these streets. Yeah. I know I'm going to see, you know, speaking how we were before, I know I'm going to see, like, a Trump truck just rolling down Word. the street, and it's not going to affect me. Yeah, Because yeah, yeah. I know these idiots are all over the place. Well, Trump wasn't a thing when I moved here. But, yeah, that's the vibes. Yeah. You know, like, remember when, um, 
it was one of the, the I think it was like the first time we really had a conversation, me and you, uh, was when we were working. Right. Uh, we, we used to work at, at a park. But we used to work we, together. We used to work together. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, and I was working at the mini golf shack. Right. And this, this guy's daughter was coming and taking all of our golf balls and throwing them, taking all of our sticks and, and swanging them. Right. And eventually I, I, you know, was like, look, she can't have any more. She keeps throwing them. You know, and he, uh, you know, was like, I need to speak to the manager and this is highly unacceptable. And who did he call you? Hey, and so, I'm, I'm, I'm like, terrified to remember. Like, did I tell this guy? Oh, I, I don't remember. No, 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 like, no, no. You were very nice. <laughs> he came through and he's, and he tells you, he goes, listen, you know, I really can't deal with this, this guy you have working for you. He's a racist. He's, oh my God. Yeah. Oh yes. Oh no. I remember that. <laughs> And I, <laughs> this guy. I guess that's that also probably because that was the most ridiculous thing I've heard at the time. Yeah. It's like what? Yeah, he's like because because he's racially profiling me as, as someone who's up to no good and not letting my daughter have a, a golf ball in a golf club, right? <laughs> and now me being a young kid who's, who had legitimately never been called a racist before <laughs> was uh, I, I didn't know how to react to that statement. You knew what to do, knew the gravity of such an accusation. And so you just, you just told the guy, I was like, I'll talk to him. And you pulled me over and you're like, listen, I know you're not a racist. And I was like, okay, good. Was this, was this one of my patents? Look, I'm going to pull you over here for like three minutes so he thinks we're going to talk about something serious, but I'm just waiting for him to leave. Uh, honestly, it was close to that, but there was, yeah. there was a little more resolution involved in your plan because okay. I think you realized that racist, ra- racial allegations were, are, were, you know... Well, it's a very serious thing to say. Yeah, even, and also and when you're before cancel culture. Right, and then when you're when someone's very wrong, yeah. they're going to be very wrong all the way to the top of the food yeah. chain. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so, uh, right, exactly. <laughs> and so you're just like, look, I know you're not a racist, but this guy, clearly, like, out of his mind. So, you know, you might just... I just need you to say sorry to him just so we don't... Just so you I'm don't lose, have to mean it. Goes, just so you don't lose your job and I'll lose my job. That's, <laughs> right. like, that's what you said. I'm a, I'm a big fan of survival culture. Yeah. <laughs> where it's like, I don't care if you don't mean it. Just say it and get move on. Like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And so I went over. I was like, listen, man. I'm sorry I took your daughter... The, all, I'm sorry I took all of our golf balls away from your, your daughter. And he goes... Uh, you know, it really means a lot that you came back to tell me that. It's very big of you. And I really hope that one day you learn to stop judging people from, by the color of their skin. By the way, the guy was white. Yo. Yeah. And I'm not. And yeah. I- <laughs> <laughs> this is why it was so funny. That, like, it was just like, all right, like, just move. Like, just Yo. come on. It was crazy. And not once did the dude's race come up. No, not I, at all. Not, I didn't even think about what racist dude was until he called me a racist. <laughs> Oh my but god! From there, that was like not only one like the start of our friendship, right? You know, because it was the first time I was like, you know, this guy had my back. That's cool. No one's had my back yet. <laughs> but two, it was also like, you know, the suburbs are wild. And like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, I think you could have picked up from my tone. It's like, look, we're not gonna win this fight. Yeah, exactly. But like, just because they think they won, they're still fucking stupid. Yeah. And it was everything from the entitlement right. to just the delusion, mm-hmm. you know, to the victim, like cult, the, vi- the victim of self-victimization. Right. That when I was watching this movie with you, Brian, all of the, that, that story came up to, to me in my memory a bunch of times. There's a phrase that was in this movie that triggered the both of us <laughs> as former, uh, I guess, public employees. Mm-hmm. 
but, but let's tell the let's tell the folks what we're watching. What we watched. Yes, yes, yes. We are watching because that story of racial inequality definitely matches this movie. <laughs> <laughs> we're back. We're wa- one of the we've talked about plenty of times that 1989 was one of the greatest years of movies. That's right. And uh, this movie was in 1989. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was directed by Joe Dante, the director of Gremlins. Gremlins, starring, Gremlins Two, starring Academy Award winner Tom Hanks and Bruce Dern. Yep, Carrie Fisher. Carrie Fisher. R.I.P. The Goat. The Goat. And Corey Feldman. Corey Feldman. And Brothers... What? what brother something? Yeah. I forgot his name. Uh, uh, brother Duncan. Brother so. Theodore. Brother Theodore. Uh, <laughs> 1989's The Burbs. The Burbs. This is a movie that I did not know existed until you mentioned it. I meant, yeah. I think I threw it out like three days before we yeah. <laughs> even like, decided to watch it. We were going to watch... We were going to do something else. Yes. And... Which we will still do. Right. But we had, we're, we're, we're pushing it off a little bit. Yeah, we're trying to get our feet back. The season, like, try to get that groove back and also maybe try to see if we could find more people for it. As you can tell by this episode, we desperately needed that. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we needed the, the tune-up. So The Burbs is basically, and I told Matt, it's like, it's a soft horror movie where it's, like, not, it has kind of the same elements but told with such, like, foamy sides that it's like, is this scary? Yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. It's got, like, um, it reminds me of, Disturbia, if Disturbia right. was trying to be funny, right? Exactly. Yeah. And if if this was made by somebody who wasn't like, who wasn't Joe Dante, who has like a, a side for like the ridiculousness, because he mm-hmm. also did like Small Soldiers. He did Small Soldiers. Yes. Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. So he does like a lot of these little creature horrors mm-hmm. that are like, are these kids movies? Right. Right. But like he has this like eye for this kind of dark humor. If this was made by somebody like, uh, somebody who's trying to think a little bit more of it, it would have been a. A, a dark tale of a man's like losing grips of reality and yeah. him turning inward and within himself and like being and being a part of a toxic friendship. Right. You know, right. but this is just three goofy white dudes <laughs> being goofy. Well, those elements are all still there. Yes. You know, and like there's definitely a lot to be said about the ennui of uh, Ooh, um, new it, season seven, the mature season. That's right. And the SAT season. <laughs> well, oh. <laughs> you, know, the, you know, the little fronch at you. Oh. Uh, yeah, the ennui of suburban life. Um, the man takes one week off and right. completely lost his mind because there's just nothing to do. Yep. Um, you know, it's, He's burnt out from work and then he can't really like, he doesn't want to do too much. Yeah. Like, this is a man on the edge. <laughs> or not. <laughs> there were plenty of times in this movie that I was, like, wondering, like, okay, are these just, like, one-dimensional characters that, you know, they just threw up there for laughs? Or is or is he trying to actually say something with these, like, archetypes that he's throwing at us? Like, the... Because they are, they are like, pretty... Uh, there are tropes. You know, right. like, there's always that... The, the military guy. Yes. You know, like, oh, I used to see this back in Korea. You know, like, and um, that that take that's like very there's, serious. There's the it. extremist, the instigator, and the skeptic. That's uh, wow. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Are those common terms? I don't know, but Did that's you say what, that up. I just made that up off the top of my head. Yeah. Well, skeptic actually... and instigator are always there. Sure. There's always someone going like, "Well, we should do this." Like, right. like Fred from Scooby Doo. Like, we should break up into groups. Like, mm-hmm. why? Go together. Yeah, so we should split up. We'll cover more ground that way. Yeah, no. It's like the ground's not going anywhere. And just... it, yeah, <laughs> and like it's still going to come to us. Yeah. Uh, and then there's always the skeptic who is look, Tom Hanks in this, mm-hmm. but there's always the one person like, no, I don't believe this. Right. I don't believe this house full of dead bodies is full of dead bodies. <laughs> and then you have the extremist who's Bruce Dern, who is just like, like, I think because there's a bunch of action movies out there, 
So it's like, these people are ridiculous. Like, let's mm-hmm. just kind of send them up as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. It's, uh, yeah. I, I, and I, I think that's a great way to look at it. And, and, uh, in like in this movie, like in most movies of this type, the instigator ends up persuading the skeptic mm-hmm. to follow, to not only follow him, but like really take the heat and all of the hijinks. Yeah. And, uh, and that's when, and then the hilarity ensues. Um, <laughs> I thought that this... I mean, you, you love this movie. Yes. I I think this is one of my f- top... Like I said, my fa- my top three Tom Hanks movie. Mm-hmm. Like, this might be number three, I think I said. So, where do you put Forrest Gump in the Tom Hanks-ology? Uh, Tom Hanks... I th- Well, if Tom Hanks movies itself, I think it's in the top ten. Mm-hmm. But, like, it's severely, like, lopsided movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, there's a lot of stuff happening early on and then, like, nothing later. Yeah. And also, I hate Jenny. Oh, hater. So there you go. Yeah. No offense to Robin Wright Penn, who I think played her, but like the characterization of her, where the, she was just this like flighty person who came into Forrest's life when he was like at the peak of stuff, and then like ruined it, ruined it, and disappeared, and kind of strung him along. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. I understand that. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I don't play that game. Yeah. Well, I'm also a big Tom Hanks guy. Okay. Everything from like like. What this... would you say is your favorite? Besides, all right, take Saving Private Ryan out of it. Okay. Because everyone loves that movie. I don't Amazing. think it, I don't think anyone could say a bad thing about it, I, I except wouldn't. the Nazis. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but we don't listen to that. Uh, I let's see. Well, I like, like you said, Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Um, Toy Story is a it's a big favorite. You know, it's a movie that I don't fully relate to. Oh right, you can't. as mu- as other people have told me, it's I don't sad. relate it's a, to it's it. It's impossible because it's you were born before ninety two. Ninety, yeah, when the movie came out in ninety five. That's really a, it's a damn shame because I feel like you'd really like it. Um, I wish every time I see it, it's just soullessly watching it. Yeah. What are these toys doing? <laughs> I'm doing uh, I, my taxes at eight, you know at ten years old. Yeah. <laughs> it's all going not over your head, but just really under your under your childish under your, things. Yeah, <laughs> there's, no, there's no need for it. You have no need for it. Um, I really like. Oh, you know what? I like Castaway. Okay, that's a good movie. Yeah. I like Bridge of Spies. Yes. Um, let's see. I like. I'm just saying movies I like, but as right. far as like. The top. Uh, oh, Captain Phillips was good. Yeah, he is yeah. the captain now. Yeah, he, uh, that's right. Yeah. Uh, oh, the Green Mile. Green Mile is pretty good. Him and Michael Clark Duncan. Yeah. yeah. M- 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 MCD. Uh, whew. It's hard. You know, I, I uh, <laughs> one of my favorites is League of Their Own. A League of Their Own. Uh, I like. Uh, yeah. I love him as Jimmy Dugan, where he's just kind of like, you know, he's because you've seen Tom Hanks before, you know, he's this nice guy, but he's playing such like a fucking like. Just a mean, yeah. sour guy. Yeah. That at the end when he's like kind of nice, you're like, "There's my guy." There he is. Yeah. Yeah, there he is. Um, I'm gonna say, I think. So so Toy Story doesn't count. The Toy Story could count if you yeah. want to use that. Yeah. yeah but, I, I, but I feel like you used it. Yeah. I'll say either Bridge of Spies or Castaway. Okay. Yeah. All right. I think those are my yeah. non-saving Private Ryan. Because also you got, I I think that a lot of people you around your age mm-hmm. only know tom hanks from like a toy story or a serious movie like they don't right. like they don't really remember funny tom hanks it, well that was that's tom hanks from the 80s yeah like yeah. 80s tom hanks was like he was a comedy guy he did movies like splash joe mm-hmm. versus the volcano well even the movies i just said are pretty dramatic they're roles. very dramatic yeah, yeah when spielberg lost his fun he's like yeah, I'll do yeah. That too. <laughs> but like yeah like this the guy in Burbs, I would never expect to play 
the character he played in Saving Private Ryan. Mm-hmm. But like that's how that's how he grew as an actor. Um, and like I said, like I love funny Tom Hanks because yeah. he's in real life he seems to be the nicest guy, yeah, even sure. though he eats babies and all that nonsense. Whatever. Well, of course. He's the first guy to get coronavirus on purpose. <laughs> whatever that bullshit was. <laughs> Yo, the theories are getting pretty pretty bananas right now. The only thing I I am questionable on Tom Hanks is to let his son Chet just roam around talking like a complete asshole. Well, mine is naming his son Chet. Chet, yeah. So, Have you seen Chet Hanks? Does he, is he the one that looks exactly like Tom Hanks or the one that looks nothing like Tom he Hanks? He's the one that looks nothing like Tom Hanks mm. but also speaks like he's he wants to be in a reggae band. Oh. So he's like, what up? But it, so really? he, does, he does all that shit and he's as white as I am. And oh, it's like, shit. I felt bad doing that, but he does it normally. <laughs> well, I know Tom Hanks is like very disappointing sons. <laughs> <laughs> well, was it uh, Colin Hanks is, you know, that's just decaf Tom Hanks. Yes. And then Chet Hanks doesn't do anything. Really? He's living off that Tom Hanks money. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, I get it. I can't say that I would be any better. You know, I'd like to be, right? But I can't say that it would be, um, for certain. <laughs> but uh, but anyway, let's talk about the movie. Let's talk right? about the movie. Let's not make this a National Lampoon's Vacation. Correct, because there is there is stuff to talk about. So this movie, uh, you know, there's Ray Peterson, Ray Peterson, Tom Hanks, who decides to take a week off of work. That's right. And his wife is worried that you know you're gonna you're gonna find your way into trouble. She feels the best way for him to get better is to get away, you're right? And just let the the stresses of the normal of the real world. Ease away up at the lake, mm-hmm. and uh, his other his friend Art, his one of his neighbors, uh, is very suspicious about his next door neighbor, right? Uh, the Clopax. The Clopax, who you know, they seem a little bit foreign. They seem they they're definitely like more they're, to themselves. They're not living up to the suburban snuff, right. as some people might say. Their house is all decrepit, and There's, their lawn is unkept. Uh, and, yeah, they've got some. They got a dead tree. They got a you know. They they a, lot, a, a very dramatic-looking yeah, house. They never come outside. Yeah, you know? they make a lot of noise. Yeah. It's 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 a it's a it's a mood. Right. It's definitely a mood. And so, uh, most of the movie, it, it starts. In my opinion, it starts slow and then escalates. But it, it starts with uh, them just trying to figure out what the deal is mm-hmm. with. Uh, well, I guess when an old when one of their old neighbor yeah. goes missing. The inciting incident is yeah. their old neighbor. Uh, I forgot what his name is. Walter. 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 Yeah. He his dog runs away, and they find out that they break into his house, yeah. which they do a lot. Yeah. And they find like it looks like there were signs of a struggle mm-hmm. because the chair's overturned, the TV's still on, his hairpiece is on the like on the stove, and they think like, oh, well, something happened, and then Art, being the instigator, just lets all his wild theories run run crazy. And it breaks down Tom Hanks. Right. Uh, to, breaks down Ray, I'm sorry. And, and to a point of where he's like, okay, now I'm buying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like your aunt's views on, on Facebook. He just breaks honestly, you down. every, like, like every time you try turning around, it's like, hey, can we just have a normal conversation? It's like all he wants to do is show off his tools. Yeah. His father-in-law <laughs> got him. Yeah. yeah. He's trying hard to just be like your average boring suburban yep. like dad. Yeah. But, you know. This guy Art is not having it. The vacation he said sounds so great to me. Yeah. It was just drink a bunch of beers and and listen to the ball game on the radio. Mm-hmm. That sounds fantastic to yeah. me. Yeah. But then someone obviously like chirping in your ear and you just like and because obviously he may have been burnt out from work, so he may not have been. He, he's coming in at like sixty percent. Mm-hmm. So yeah. 
Absolutely. Uh, but then from there, the movie just kind of escalates or devolves, depending on how you look at it, right. in, into them going sort of on a wild conspiracy, like uh, increasingly uh, uh, invasive yeah. hunt to determine that or what they what they already suspect, which is that their weird neighbors, the Klopaks, have abducted and potentially killed Walter. Right. Uh, so, I think up until... There, so there's a point in this where this movie I feel like takes off. Okay. And before that, I thought it was like I was, had a hard time. It was very slow. Yeah, it was very slow. I had yeah. a hard time. You were probably thinking like, what is he? What is this guy thinking? Like I respect his opinion so much. Now, uh, not I, mean, I don't know about this. I don't really judge you about it. It was more <laughs> just like, oh man, I'm really tired. Like this is no, yeah. it's not grabbing me. It's not they, grabbing they, me. It's funny. Here's here's a little behind the scenes uh, uh, note. Yeah. They they uh, art describes this murder that happened about a guy who runs a soda shop mm. and you find out that he he got he went crazy and killed his family with an ice pick mm-hmm. and so matt oh, turns yeah. to me and says wouldn't the ice pick would wouldn't it melt yeah because <laughs> I, like, yeah. I heard ice pick right and i imagined an icicle right. so. <laughs> <laughs> i was like he turned to him i go it's made of metal <laughs> it's like oh fuck and he's like i'm just i'm sorry i'm just really tired i was like i'm so sorry wait uh, i can't imagine like when I, if I'm working and right. I have a brain fart like that, I could do so much damage. Like, right. I'm glad you get him out here. Yeah. Like, that's, like, appropriate. Like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> like, I can't be allowed to be that dumb. <laughs> Give me the suction tube and you put a drill in there. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> wrong, exactly. Wrong time. I feel like I said something else that was, like, also really stupid, but I don't remember what it was. Nah, it's okay. You could say dumb shit when we watch the movies. That's yeah. what it's for. Yeah. No, but it was it was just because, like, it was just a, as it's a testament right. to, like, how... How hard you. it was for me to like engage right. until the the pot really took off. I do have to say it does start very slow, but I feel that like that slow is a way for you to set the table. Yeah, and you also to believe certain things at a certain time because you you do dive into like uh, when they when they find the femur mm-hmm. and like that they have a comedic kind of like camera trick where yeah. they just zoom in and zoom out constantly, yeah. which I believe they did. Back in the early horror day, like early like it looked 40s like somebody was making fun of a horror. Right, like, they were sending yeah. it up, and but then there are like seriously like tense kind of like they have this um, when Doctor Klopek comes up from the basement mm-hmm. and it's just these heavy footsteps on old creaky wood and the shadow gets bigger and bigger and bigger and you see this little man come. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that that's that's why like the movie's definitely aiming to subvert a lot of horror tropes. Right. Um, for a comedic effect, you know? Yeah. And it, it works a lot of the time. Yeah. You know, and I'm sure it worked a lot in the 80s. I don't think it did. I don't think this went over too well. Oh, really? I'll look, I'll look it up. You, you continue your point. Because, you know, nowadays there are a lot of uh, sort of comedic parodies of horror movies, you know? There's the scary movies. There's, you know, we, we all love Shaun of the Dead. There's, uh, I guess, What We Do in the Shadows. You right. Know, are all like just cl- like like parodies of classic horror tropes. And, I think this was sort of trying to play off of the, you know, the the creepy like murderous neighbor, which right. I'm, the, I'm sure there are like like Hitchcock has probably done a movie about it. Yeah, like or, body snatchers yeah. and stuff like that, right? Or like your neighbors aren't who yeah, they say. It's like they dangers are. right around the corner. Yeah, and that's something that is a real fear in the suburbs, right. you know? Like yeah, because you're you're paranoid, like like the way like kind of like what 
um, what I was going to try, I was trying to allude to is that like you, we spoke about when you lived in Brooklyn mm. is that a lot of the neighbors you wouldn't know because you just kind of go yeah. in and go out to your apartment and that's it. Uh, well, honestly. in the suburbs, it's different because you're kind of, you're outside most of the time. You're outside and you see your neighbors. You, you're more kind of, well, what's their deal? What's right. the fuck going on over there? Right. I get outwardly see like... Their front, and I see their front lawn, and I see their windows, I could see some shit. I'm like, what's going on? Well, I saw the cops pull up by their house the other day. Right, like, they had some shit going on. What was yeah. up? And then, like, you find out, like, oh, well, my wife had a heart attack or something. Yeah, It's yeah. like, oh, no, like, is this something serious? But, like, oh, yeah. your your imagination just kind of takes off. Right. And, and this, that, I mean, that's obviously what happens in this movie. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's just, but you're always, like, thinking, there's always just a kind of a fear where it's, like, if you have somebody living that close to you, and, oh, although it's weird. Because, right. like I said, in my in my old apartment, there's in, my, in our building there were one, two, three, eight apartments, okay. four story building, two apartments each side, and uh, I knew two okay. of the families there, right. and the rest I don't know. If they but you knew the families, you didn't know like the like individuals if there were. Uh, they were the two that I knew were not families; they okay. were individuals. Yeah, one was oh. the, one. My parents told me not to talk to her. They they, they said she was a crackhead. <laughs> they kept seeing like needles and stuff by her so she was either diabetic or diabetic or a crackhead yeah. Yeah, yeah and my parents leaned crackhead um but she did a lot of weird stuff so i think that's she has a lot of cupcakes and needles all over the place i can't get a gauge on her she actually it's like something out of a movie actually where uh she she rode a she rode a bike oh. everywhere and the bike kept getting stolen because when she changed it outside her place so she would like chain the wheel Right, and they stole the whole bike and left the wheel. Oh, and then they she chained the handlebar, and then they stole the whole bike and left the handlebar. And no matter what she would like chain, it seems like a comedy act. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No matter what she chains, they steal everything but that. And my dad keeps saying like, "This stupid girl, she lives on the first floor. Just bring the bike in your apartment." <laughs> right. Until yeah. eventually she started doing that. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> yeah, it was it was it was funny. Um, and then the guy next next door to us, his dad owned the building so okay. like we knew him yeah um and also my mom would would uh make me uh stay outside of the apartment in the hallway and, and read if i if she saw that i was getting distracted oh, okay. so he would come home and see me on the floor in the hallway reading a book and crying so i got to meet him that way too uh zach good guy <laughs> but uh anyway just reading and crying yeah you know just like can i go back in now and then i'm saying no and making me stay outside <laughs> so anyway okay. uh so but so it's interesting because i never worried about not knowing who my neighbors are right you know that was like maybe it's because i was a kid but like that never bothered me no even, yeah. even though my apartment got broken into a couple times i never like thought like the, the neighbors would be like yo someone broke in it's like i know this is crazy no. like another it, fucking day yeah anyway but like in the summer anyway stay safe but like you know yeah if, if i get broken into in the by, in the suburbs like people are going nuts yeah it was it's like i yeah like totally like i as someone who's grown up in there and not saying that, like, I I mean, I have gone through, when I was really young, someone broke into my house. Mm -hmm. And then my parents never told me about that until I was, like, 15. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, why don't I have any pictures of me when I'm three years old? It's like, well, someone broke into our house and stole our shit. But why were they still pictures of you? Like, why were they still pictures of me? Yeah. <laughs> I, I think that either someone broke into my house or they didn't take a picture of me until I was, like, <laughs> set, like six. So I'm trying to, trying to work this one out. I feel like therapy will help me on that one. <laughs> Or like, like, honestly, they just didn't see that much to, to take a picture of. And then it got to a point where I was living in the the last apartment, the one that was close to you. Yeah. Where I 
you know, because as as much as I travel into like different parts of New York and all that shit, mm-hmm. I was like, I just don't care. And I was driving the, the shitty Jeep around. Mm-hmm. And so one of the neighbors goes like, oh, be careful. Saw some people here late last night walking down the street. I'm like, right. And? Yeah, and exactly. What? Like, oh, you got to watch what's in your car. I'm like, if they take my car, that will be a blessing. <laughs> I'm looking to get a new car. Yeah, but that's the thing. There's so much, like... You're not worried about what your neighbor's doing in, right. in the city. You're not worried about like who's walking down your street, because you know people are everywhere. Yeah, but on on Long Island, you see people walking down the street late at night. That's like, oh, what a, what's oh, going on over here? Oh, a break, oh. you know, they don't have a dog. What's up with that? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's that that and that's like essentially what this movie is. It's the paranoia. It's the it's, paranoia. It's, it's the entitlement and paranoia that comes together. The entitlement for yeah. sure. Yeah. Like even when they start when they broke into Walter's house, it's like. What about this situation made you think that you could do that? Exactly, you know? yeah. And like, if you were really, first of all, he was gone for less than an hour, mm-hmm. right? And yeah, yeah, he never lets his dog loose, but like, yeah, and he didn't answer, but that's not a reason to break but, his window. Right. Why wouldn't you call him first? Yeah. Be like, oh, there's no answer. Like, and also, if people, like, ah. Call the cops. Call the cops. Be like, hey, look. That's what, that's what they're here for the, in the suburbs. Right, yeah. They'll, they'll respond to you. <laughs> yeah, it's the suburbs. Don't worry. You can do that. <laughs> yeah. You know? But the, the, the fact that they think, like, you know what? We should take this upon ourselves. And we we we, we're, we can go. We deserve to go into his house. Yeah. Yeah, we're worried. Like, and and that, that's that entitlement. That's whole, that bullshit. Yeah, the whole, like, thing. Like, when you hear uh, old white people say, because it's mostly old white people who mm-hmm. say this shit. It's like you. Oh, you used to live in a place where you could leave the doors unlocked, yeah. and you could you knew everybody. It's like, pal, I've been on this earth for thirty five years. <laughs> I, there's not one day I have not locked the door behind me. You know what I'm saying? What are you fucking talking about? My mom says that too. Actually, when she was living in Trinidad, I like they could they would leave the doors open or whatever, and it's like. No, you, no. You Y'all were scared of demons in Trinidad. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? <laughs> I was scared of ghosts. <laughs> I remember one time we saw Santa Claus walking down my street. And my parents were like, well, we're locking all the doors today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's Santa Claus. That's pretty funny. <laughs> no, you okay. <laughs> okay. How's he going to get in then, Mom? What's, like, what's going on? If he's really Santa Claus, he'll come through the no. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, all right. <laughs> but, but, uh, no, but yeah, like, you, you, you could see, like, it is funny because they like we like I said before when we when we were talk- Matt was bringing up that story is like they there's a part where they had uh, garbage men come in mm-hmm. and they because they they wanted to kind of see what they were doing and they thought they threw out a body in the uh, in the in the trash so Joe Dante Staple Dick Miller who's the old mm-hmm. uh, he was in Gremlins he was like he was the tr- he's always the truck driver gotcha uh, yeah yeah <laughs> he's always the crotchety tr- yeah. truck driver and uh, he. So they start like going into the the trash and, and all this shit and the, the the phrase that just fucking like still crawls my yep. skin and I, I looked over to you and you had the same reaction yep. I did. It's uh, Bruce Dern uh, turns to the garbage man and goes, he's like, I pay your salary. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> like, I fucking hate that. What an asshole. Such a dick thing to say. Yeah. You, if you say that to anybody, you're such a you're an you're, asshole. You're an asshole. God, fuck off! It's like, oh, okay, well, these guys are clearly not the good guys, right? Yeah. And it's it's funny because when, as we've gotten better as reviewers, you could see the tiny tricks that 
directors and writers use to make their characters seem sympathetic or unsympathetic or unsympathetic yeah. and that makes him so fucking unsympathetic yes that when a later scene where like carrie fisher yells at him to go home he looks like a little baby mm-hmm. and it's like good good you are a fucking baby yeah yeah but i actually think that works because i feel like in a lot of these types of movies they make the wife seem like for seem like the the asshole for like talking right. sense yeah and in this one they are very like he's very deliberate about making art look like an asshole by like stealing, taking all their food, you know, like barging his way into things and which is, you know, a good like little foreshadow for him doing that the entire fucking movie. Yep. And with, uh, and Bruce Stern about like, you know, that, that just that line alone that when Carrie Fisher is like, you like, you know, you guys are, are morons, like leave my husband alone. Right. But you really do want them to leave, yeah ray alone yeah there's a point where you're like enough is enough let this yeah. man like relax yeah and then they gave him bonnie as a wife <laughs> which, which for me is like makes me hate him more <laughs> bonnie wendy uh, played by wendy shawl yeah. if you, you see uh, she was the voice of francine in american dad <laughs> yeah That's i know uh, to fame? Yeah, <laughs> no, i don't know she's probably done other shit uh-huh. i, I like there's a lot of people. I was doing the math the whole time. I was like, you might remember this from this small bit role of this movie we see. Which is actually, I, I always love when you do that. Um, but yeah, no, I thought that was a good move in the in this movie, especially since their actions right and like are more problematic than anything they see the people there. And that finally puts them in a light where we now see them as a lot of their stuff is acting childish and acting yeah. stupid and. Like they they ding dong ditch somebody and yeah, and <laughs> or ring and run depending on what. Part of the, I don't. I've never heard ring and run. You never heard. I've I've heard ring and run and ding dong ditch. Mm. Yeah. For me, if you're if we live on the top floor of the apartment, so right. if we ding dong ditch, they'll you cure us <laughs> running up the stairs. So again, kids yeah. again. <laughs> but uh, as they, as you ran through another glass door. Yeah. Oh God. Still. Still, still hurts. hurts. Still hurts. Um, but. Yeah, I, I think it uh, it also makes Tom Hank uh, Ray's like outburst at the end very satisfying. Yeah, you know, great rant. Yeah, awesome fantastic rant. rant. Awesome rant. It's this. It's his. Uh, we are the Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> so you gotta get me. Yeah, <laughs> and, yeah, and he essentially uh, kind of calls Art out on everything that he made him not made him do. He he that he, he fell for. Yeah, he implicates himself as well. Yeah, he was like, we're not the good guys. I mean, and. and he and he talks about that like how we're so entitled how we think yeah how we're we just because they don't mow their lawn all the time right they just because they're this. different than us they don't so, yeah. they don't succumb to our right our norms. we think we're better than them because we do all the same shit and they they're a little different and we think that they're they're worse than us right and we yeah. think that there's something wrong with them right really something wrong with us for holding them to this invisible standard and constantly judging them for something that has nothing to do with uh, with us. Uh, I wonder what that could be related to if that could be put on any other topic. Exactly. I don't I'm not a doctor, but <laughs> if I was, yeah. I wouldn't know. <laughs> um okay, so now certain thing uh about 35 minutes in depending on how what I edit in here. Uh <laughs> the Let's talk about the comedy. It's a little bit, it's a little bit more subtle, mm-hmm. and from and until the end, until the end where it's yeah. like wacky times. Yeah. But like, is there anyone that may have kind of stood out as a like a great comedic presence in there? I know Tom Hanks does his Tom Hanks yeah, thing. He's Tom very, Hanks he's very charming. 
and likable, but is there anybody else in the cast that you think, like, that's very underrated and I did not I thought expect... Bruce, I thought Bruce Stern, actually. Yeah? I, th- I, I feel like he would, like, drop lines that is just, like, they're so obnoxious <laughs> and it's just like, oh my god, like, you're, it's so funny, real person. Like, for me, my favorite scene in the movie is when like, the wives just decided, like, well, let's just go over to their house and talk to them. Right. And then it becomes this, like, super tense, uncomfortable <laughs> thing where, like, they're, like, the wives are trying to be polite, Ray's trying not to break into tears, and, uh, and, like, the military guys, like, just are inspecting their house and interrogating them like they're, like, prisoners of war. And, uh, he, I'm trying to think of, like, things that he said, uh, but, uh, yeah, like, when he, he he's, like, interrogating, like, Hans, right. like, the, the boy, and, uh, I don't know. I, I with the picture frame it's like yes, oh, yes. pretty girl. Is it your friend? Oh, came with the frame. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like so shit like that. Um, when he he was talking to the uh, to the older guy, he asked him something. Oh yeah, about like what's in the basement and stuff. Right. And, and, and just like, I, I I don't know. As something that that maybe it was that like juxtaposed with the tension. Right. Uh, worked for me. Okay. Um, but I think that was probably my favorite scene in the movie. So, yeah. That and the no. ending. I actually love. I actually like the ending a lot. I love that like Carrie Fisher set up the ending too, where she said it's gonna end up with someone falling off a roof and someone being set on fire. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah that's yeah, exactly yeah. what happened. <laughs> um, I, I, you know, as much as I wish Carrie Fisher was more of a player in this mm-hmm. movie, um, I, I like, I really like Art as that annoying, like mm-hmm. everything you say is stupid. Mm-hmm. But you are such a clown that I'm, I'm like laugh. I'm like also like laughing too. Mm-hmm. It's like he would not be my favorite neighbor, but like I'm like oh my god, he's I, the worst kind of neighbor. Yeah, but he'd be like that guy. Like I guess I'm in your fantasy football league now. Mm-hmm. Like, all right, <laughs> like you're here all the time. Like, yeah. if I don't, then you'll know. Yeah, and he has like a bowling shirt for every occasion. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, I. But I think the end actually works better i i was looking at some of the reviews after we watch it yeah it was like oh the movie was like actually kind of interesting until the end it got oh, it got ridiculous and i was like i kind of like that the end got ridiculous yeah i feel that's a, gr- a great capper because you kind of resigned to the fact like maybe i was expecting this great crazy reveal mm-hmm. and it's like oh no maybe but not and then it turns out oh no there's a great crazy reveal yeah for me it was like a lord of the flies Okay. You know, so the whole time you have, like, your id, your ego, your superego, right? Mm-hmm. And, like, obviously your ego is Ray, who's trying to balance, like, everything that's going on. Uh, and balance, like, the voices, like, uh, on it, like the voices on the shoulder. Right. And, you know, the ending is sort of when he just foregoes his superego. Okay. And then, like, like descends into savagery. <laughs> and, and goes into straight breaking and entering like digging like holes in in like their house and stuff and um and and then you have the guy like straight up scouting with an with an assault rifle you know with and, an AK on his roof yeah I thought that the kid that Corey Feldman throwing a party at the same time was right. was pretty funny um but I think when when he when it goes into that and it's like all right it's been like kind of bubbling under the surface this whole time it's like who do these guys think they are right you know then they finally like go for it it's like all right perfect now. They're gonna get their shit clapped. You know, <laughs> they're gonna get they're gonna get their cheeks clapped for for, for doing this. Um, so I was excited that they finally like crossed that line. Okay. Because I wanted them to pay for it. Okay. You know, 
Um, Did you like that the ambulance crashed into Art's house and set it on fire? Yes. Like, fuck you. Yeah, there yes. you go. <laughs> yes. I was very happy. Although, I don't know how I feel about him turning out to be bad. The the doctor. Ah. Uh, you know, because on one hand, you know, uh, it was an entertaining double I feel, twist. Yeah, I feel like they probably showed it and they're like, um needs to be fixed yeah like probably something it was like because it did seem very like on the day kind of mm. mm-hmm. yeah it did it did <laughs> yeah it's like oh okay we're away from everybody and then maybe they thought without it it was too anticlimactic and i think and also maybe maybe it was like well that's kind of like a wet fart maybe. like so it turns out that they're not killers right so yeah. why, why would they have this why would they do this like why would they have a five thousand degree furnace, furnace. in their basement yeah yeah, exactly. Yeah, because um, like the questions that they asked never fully got answered until that last part. I know, but at yeah. the same time, the whole movie we're thinking like these guys are assholes. What are they doing? And then the ending kind of justifies all the dickish things they did. Right. So I don't know if I it could. It could also just be Joe Dante. He loves doing that. Yeah. Like he loves just fucking people. Like... I'm probably overthinking it, and <laughs> right. I'm probably thinking like, oh, it's gonna be, it's gonna be funny. Audiences are gonna lose their minds when it turns out he is bad, and then they're fighting over a needle. And that was exciting and entertaining, and I enjoyed it. Right. But, you know, if I'm trying to, if I'm trying to like think deeper about the movie, it's like when you start poking at it. Right. It like, makes well. me feel like I shouldn't be thinking too deeply about right. the movie. In which case, overall, I enjoyed the movie less because <laughs> I enjoyed like looking at it through that lens. I think it. it yeah, I I mean, I don't mind that the Klopex turned out to be murders. Mm-hmm. I think it would have been, it's a, ni- it's a nice bow on it to kind of get that like happy ending and to get that goofy thing of art talking about the suburbs. Like, oh, I have all you psychos coming to the suburbs, we're going to get you. Yeah, yeah. It's like, all right, that's funny because it sets up art as this like big blowhard and then like his wife comes and he's a little scared chicken. Right. Uh, but yeah, I, I could have. I don't know. I, I would have really enjoyed... Like, if the house didn't blow up, mm. it would have been all right if they weren't. I feel like because it's such, like, a big ending that they need to, like... Well, then they're just out of their house. Now they have these poor homeless people. Yeah, and or, I, like, I would have liked Tom Hanks to live with that. Yeah, or, no, you, but... or you flash forward, like, six months. He gets out of jail, and they're living in his house. I was about to say, yeah. like... It also like kind of they needed to go to be bad, right. or else Tom Hanks is going to jail. Right, you know, Tom, <laughs> Tom Hanks, Hanks is going to serve some time. Going to be incarcerated. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, well, I guess we also he still did those crimes and they let him go. Hundred percent. Yeah. Hundred uh, percent. I think if they, I want like legally, if you're taking it upon yourself, right, to break into this person's house and you are able to discover that they are a killer. Do you still get arrested for breaking into their house? Oh, well, and blowing it up. Right. And the do, does the court just go like, yeah. Yeah. Well, he was right. Six in one hand, half a dozen in the other. We still got a bad guy. Still got someone to arrest. That's what I'm saying. I don't think that's how it works. That's not how it works, huh? I think that's how it works out in the burbs. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Justice is served cold out there. Yeah. yeah. But, uh... <laughs> like Carol's potato salad. Yeah. Ugh. Very bad. That, that's straight out of the burbs for real. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, so yeah, I'm, I'm like, I'm like, I like, I, I enjoyed watching it. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm thinking back on it, don't know. I, I think maybe for me, I feel like it undercuts my favorite part of the movie, which is Ray ranting on and really going to town on art. Yeah, which they... are like you kind of been as an audience, as as the audience, you're like you're waiting for him to snap and just be like you're. Yeah. You know, turn on him. That cuts the it cuts the weight of that 
considerably. Yeah, but it yeah. plays it for a joke, which, you know, it's a comedy, so yeah. it's going to do that. But if it was, you know. Yeah. I uh, that Yeah, that could also be another trope that, that Joe Dante wanted to, like, fuck with. Mm-hmm. It's like they had this amazing moment. Because there was a lot of different, like, styles in there. Like, they had... The spaghetti western close up on the faces on certain like ten, yeah, tense things, yeah. And they even did a close up on the little dog, yeah. <laughs> and then you you come to because this this whole uh, movie takes place within like four houses. Mm-hmm. It's it's not they're not doing like sweeping landscape shots or anything. Like that. It's it's basically just like it's on one street. It's on a cul de sac. It's like four uh, two houses to the side on each side and a house in the middle, and. You don't get it, get get too many wide shots. You only get like, uh, kind of like a mid, like middle, to, middle to close ups. That's all you're getting. You're mm-hmm. not getting like full like this is like you don't even get like that Tim Burton, um, in Edward Scissorhands kind of like everything is uniform. Right. Like there's no like everything's like a pastel color. Like this obno- obnoxious like suburb thing. Mm-hmm. But this is like oh there's a house there. There's a house there. And it looks pretty nice. And then there's this weird ass house right over here. Yeah. Uh, sorry, sorry for a minute on, but you know we're back, baby. Yeah. <laughs> he, I forgot where I was going with this, but yeah, I think because and at each time, they they had something that like maybe this was kind of sending this up because then they send up they send up horror, they send up like spaghetti westerns, they send up and maybe they're sending up that like you know Mr. Smith goes to Washington moment where it's like here's a man at the end of his at the end of his what's finally coming to coming to the realization that he was wrong. Yeah, yeah. And it's like and then Tom Hanks gives a very funny rant and ends it with a with a with one of the greatest cappers I think ever where he picks up the stretcher oh, yeah. and puts it in the thing himself. <laughs> and then dives And then onto he just it. belly flops on it, which he was like, just take me away. <laughs> take me to the hospital. I I loved it. I loved it. I thought that was so great. Oh, dude! What a what a! It's a fun movie. So that will bring us to a point where we get to judge it. Okay. Let's give this a grade. Um, I'll go first. I'm a little bit more. Uh, I was a little bit more forthcoming with it. I I have seen this movie plenty of times. Right. Like, I recently bought the Blu-ray, uh, which has no special features on it, so it's kind of a bummer. Oh, that's a shame. Yeah, but I, I love time. It looks good though. It looks really good. Yeah. Uh, especially those bees. Yeah. <laughs> Which are just like little red dots. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they, uh, I, I like this movie a lot. I know that's like a six point nine on IMDb. Mm. Uh, I don't know what's Rotten Tomatoes score. I could check it. Uh, I think it's like. I think it's probably like a. It's got to be around a seventy, something. I think it's less. Probably. Yeah. Hold on. Sorry, folks. Sorry, folks. Good content right here. Right. Good content. That's how we do it. Yeah, baby. It's a fifth. Oh wow, it's a fifty-three percent from critics and a seventy-one percent from audiences. Oh, that's pretty low. It's a pretty mixed mixed bag right there. The critics is pretty low. The audience is what you. The audience is what, what I expect, and yeah. that's probably where I would put it. I'd put it around a six and a half, seven. Mm. It's a very enjoyable movie, but I know there's flaws to it. Mm-hmm. I know it's it's very slow to start, and some things at the end. Yes, if you do put a little extra thought to it, it's like, ah, that's not right. Yeah, not even like. You know, picking apart the script right. because I'm sh- I, I don't I don't even want to exert the energy to do that. It's a waste of energy. This is like a comedy, right? You know, I'm not trying to be a script supervisor, but it's like you know, mm. it's, yeah, yeah. It's it's one of those things where it's it it's not like where you could like I I would say like the Dark Knight Rises is one of those movies where you watch it. I mean, the first time you see it, and you're like, 
yes, this is a good movie. And then six hours later, you go by like, wait a minute. And then then like 24 hours go by, and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. Are you kidding me? All the cops were in the sewers? Right, yeah. What? Yeah, exactly. For how long? It's... It, like, the, the wheels slowly come off mm-hmm. on that. But this, it's like, if you if you look at it, and you're like, oh, man, did this even have wheels? Yeah. Yeah, the, the Dark Knight Rises really breaks apart at the seams. Yeah. I... Ugh. Ugh. I, I, I hey, like the Dark Knight Rises is like Nolan not having a story to tell, but having to tell a story. I feel like he got... Maybe he got kind of... Derailed because of Heath Leather Heath Heath oh, Ledger's sure. passing, sure. which I've, I'm pretty sure he had this grand plan for him, mm. which is why he kept him alive. Because mm. Batman, it doesn't matter. You could blow shit up. I mean, they blew up Liam Neeson in a train. That's true. So they well, could. Gold is immortal. But not in. They didn't mention that shit in, the, in Batman Begins. Right. Yeah. But I mean. Yeah. 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 So I I I don't. I, I mean, I've only seen it twice, so I'm not going to, like, I don't know. You saw Batman Begins twice? No, I saw The Dark Knight Rises twice. Oh. Yeah. Really? I've seen The Dark Knight a bunch of times. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, I try, like, it's funny with movies that, like, I don't particularly like, it's harder for me to go back and watch them. I mean, that's not Because funny. I feel, like, and I, I know I sound super pretentious saying this, like, mm-hmm. every year I feel like I get better at picking out certain things, mm-hmm. and maybe my, like cynical cynicalness or cynica- cynicism cynicism there we go season seven smart. don't worry you don't have to worry about sounding pretentious hey, anymore <laughs> thank you <laughs> you're a cynicism <laughs> but yeah like i feel like maybe it could help me grasp a movie better but if i if i if i don't like it i'll feel like maybe i'm just gonna sit here and just still hate on it like that's a tougher yeah. that's a tougher part for me but like i said this movie's around a six and a half and a seven i would give around a five and a half and a six okay yeah so this gives it about a, a movie mayhem six. A movie mayhem six. A movie mayhem yeah. six. I think that's fair. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and uh, you know, you know what that makes that. It's gonna go ahead and make that the shoot. Oh, you know? maybe. We're, you, we're, I knew. I thought you were gonna add on to it. I was like, oh no. Well, <laughs> I, I mean, like, I think I, I kind of went front heavy about everything right. that this movie. Uh, this is your first. Like, in, did this like. As someone who moved into the burbs, yeah. did you ever like feel that way? Like this little oh, weird guy over here, or like I'm sure I was that weird guy at some point, you know. Well, there was uh, probably other things. <laughs> I was like, oh, what's this? Yeah, yeah. Right. So I'm saying, I'm sure people looked at me that way. You're right. Um, I don't have any neighbors that are that I'd say are weird. Mm-hmm. Definitely some neighbors that I feel like are, um, like like I said, like the cops show up at their house way too often. Okay. For something not to be up. Right. <laughs> or like. A fam like oh like oh you know I see the there's a family of like three but there's like seven different cars that are always in and out of their driveway like right. what are y'all doing <laughs> you know who y'all who y'all got visiting right. you know so there's there's but like I said that's all you know what that sounds like none of my goddamn business right yeah so well, I don't know why the, it's that it's, suburban it, lifestyle it it's seems like me. it comes down to that whole none your problem yeah exactly it's none your business it's none of my business yeah. so like the anytime I think about that I'm thinking like oh man like Long Island's rubbing off on me. You know? <laughs> yeah. um, I feel like when I like the default channel is Newsmax on right. Long Island. Oh. You know, like I turn on the cable box and just go straight to channel whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! Oh boy! They're about it. They are. I'm not even gonna lie. Yeah. Not even gonna lie. It's a it's a pretty red fish. Yeah, man. It's a red fish. Absolutely. It's like a it's like a poorly cooked salmon. Red fish and blue lines. You know. <laughs> <laughs>
to throw a blue line to catch a redfish. Yep, it's a very thin blue line. But... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you can reel it in. Yeah, yeah. Just reel it. Not that they ever reel it in. No. But uh, <laughs> but uh. <laughs> Oh boy, we yeah. are we are definitely back, baby. Yep, losing half of uh, Long Island, losing yeah. more than half of yeah, Long Island on their first episode. We're really picking up audiences elsewhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but guys, like I said, that is the shoot. It is the uh, shoot. Thank you so much for listening to our first episode back. That's all right. Thank you um, for for hanging out, waiting for us to come back. I know you guys have been waiting all clamoring all since February yeah. <laughs> for us yeah. to come back. Uh, I'm sorry, I am exhausted for this, Brian. That's okay. I mean. You know what? Uh, like I said before, like I, I wanted to push the director's tournament maybe another week or so, mm-hmm. so we could kind of collect our, our bearings, maybe watch a couple of extra movies yeah. to kind of give it uh, a fairer shake. Because I, the only person I did tell this to was you, mm-hmm. is that there are going to be new stipulations to it. Yeah. And I think it's going to add, depending on who else we bring in, right? It will add to that move. Yeah. So. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yep. But uh, but yeah, like I said, uh, thank you so much for listening, guys. As always, if you want to go back and check out season six, that's right. Which was a. It was a season. It was a season. It was a season. It was several seasons. It was several. Yeah. yeah it was the oh the, man, it was pandemic. It was season. pandemic season. Yeah. Oof. Yeah. Oof. The, the devil season. <laughs> but if you want to, if you want to see the devil season, uh, you can always hit us up on Twitter. It's not there, but you can hit us up on Twitter at Movie Mayhem Pod. On Instagram at Movie Mayhem Podcast. Movie Mayhem Podcast at gmail.com. Uh, if you do want to listen to those seasons, yeah. you can hit us up on Spotify, yeah. Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Amazon, I think Stitcher. Yeah. I Stitcher, mean, uh, all the all the fun shit. They're listening to us now, so they probably You know where to find us. Yeah, you found us already. <laughs> Why are you making us do this? How did you find us? We don't like doing this. You do that again. Found it. Yeah. Uh but anyway, yeah, and if they want to buy some of our Movie Mayhem merch. Uh, yeah, it'd be the first time that happened. Uh, they go to tpublic.com backslash movie.com. Understandably, though. Like, Understandably. Like, it's, like, it's piss poor shit. I mean, no, I should... not, not, that's not what I mean. It's just uh, like, why would you buy like no, I don't. something with our faces on it? I don't know. Like, so I have a weird thing about uh, making money on podcasts. Mm-hmm. You want to know what it is? Yeah, tell me your, your All right, so it. this is a real deep thing. So okay. I'm going to say... We are back, baby. We are fucking back!